Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. Coming up later in the show, we have Jim Hall adding another chapter to the design handbook. But now let's get to the news. And as you may have seen in the news, parts of Europe are inundated due to severe flooding. That forced Porsche to stop production at its plant in Leipzig, Germany, which builds the Cayenne and Panamera. That plant typically builds 450 cars a day. Usually, when the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration asks automakers to recall cars, they roll over and do what the agency wants. But NHTSA is asking Chrysler to recall 2.7 million Jeeps, and as we reported yesterday, Chrysler is refusing to do so. It all has to do with fires that could break out in a rear-end collision. The fires are quite rare, and Chrysler says the vehicles meet all safety standards. What we didn't report yesterday is that Chrysler CEO Sergio Marchione now says they're ready to fight NHTSA in court if it comes to that. Chrysler successfully defeated NHTSA in court back in 1998. By the way, the company lawyer in that case was John Roberts, who is now Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. Ford was the last of the big car companies to get into China, but now it's making up for lost time. It just posted record passenger car sales last month, over 70,000 vehicles, a gain of 45% compared to last year. The Focus was the best-selling car in China in May, with over 27,000 sales. Through the first five months of the year, Ford's up nearly 50%. We hear that one of the key reasons for its success is that it's done a good job of treating customers exceptionally well at the dealership. As more and more technology is pumped into cars, automakers want to find new ways to keep customers connected to their vehicles. And what better way to do it than to do it for free? Well, the folks over at General Motors will now offer its Remote Link mobile app services free on 2014 OnStar equipped vehicles for five years. The app includes things like remote start, door unlock, and horn activation. GM says the free app service still applies even if the owner declines to pay for other OnStar services. Last month, sales of hybrids, electric cars, and plug-ins shot up 34% in the U.S. market. Part of the increase came from more models being introduced, but green car sales were also up 13% compared to April, so there is organic growth going on there too. If you just look at electrics and plug-ins, the increase is even more dramatic, up nearly 70% from a year ago. The total number of electrics and plug-ins is still very small, less than 6,000 sold last month. That means the car companies are still losing money on these cars. But if they can keep posting these kinds of gains, ultimately, this could become an important segment. When you see a three-pointed star on the front of a car, you know it's a Mercedes-Benz. But how is one to tell if it's a Mercedes when it's dark? The German automakers come up with a solution for that. It's going to offer an option that uses a light conductor and LED technology to illuminate the star in the grill. It's a dealer-installed option, and 
can even be retrofitted on vehicles as far back as 2006. Up next, we'll tell you the story of angel eyes, ventiports, and four round taillights. It's another edition of Design Handbook with Jim Hall, right after this. Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. This week in Design Handbook, Jim Hall from 2953 Analytics explores the value in owning a design element by highlighting three brands. The oft-misquoted comment regarding consistency by Ralph Waldo Emerson that it is the hobgoblin of little minds is rarely applicable to the world of automotive design. Quite the opposite, as a matter of fact. Consistency of design over time becomes ownership. It modifies the brand's DNA and becomes an essential element of what graphically defines a car or even an entire brand. And it doesn't take decades to become part of a vehicle's visual DNA. Take BMW's Angel Eyes. These are little rings of light that surround the headlight and illuminate like parking lamps when the main headlamps are off. The design element first appeared on the 2001 facelift of the E39 BMW 5 Series sedan. The feature was then added to BMW's other products as they were refreshed. In the intervening dozen years, BMW has evolved the technology from halogen with fiber optic light guides to cold cathode fluorescent and then to light emitting diode. Over the same period, the lights have changed in form from circles to a shape reminiscent of a color television tube of the early 1960s. Now, you can't imagine a BMW, any BMW, without the little illuminated loops. For over two decades, the name Buick was synonymous with portholes. Not marine windows, but chrome-trimmed circular ornaments on the front fenders of the brand's most popular models. Officially dubbed Ventiports by Buick, the feature was the product of Buick designer Ned Nichols. In late 1947, Nichols cut four holes in each of the front fenders of his brand new 1948 eight-cylinder Roadmaster and placed amber lights between each opening. The bulbs were wired to the car's distributor and would light up when each corresponding cylinder was fired by the spark plug. The effect was to simulate a powerful engine with exhaust flames. When GM's design supremo Harley Earl saw Nichols' car at night, he went crazy. Earl talked Harlow Curtis, who was then Buick's general manager, into adding Ventiports to upcoming 1949 Buick range across the board. The feature appeared a little bit over seven months later, unfortunately minus the illumination. As time progressed, the Ventiports changed from their original circular form to ovals, chevrons, and eventually long rectangles. By the late 1960, the once distinctive Ventiport had devolved into a die-cast metal strip with black paint fill. But for a brief appearance on the limited production GNX in 1987, Ventiports disappeared from Buicks until they showed up on the hood of the 2008 Enclave. Okay, Ventiports aren't on the fenders anymore, but they're back as part of Buick's brand DNA and on every vehicle. When the latest Corvette debuted, one of the most controversial features about the car were its non-round taillights. Historically, Corvettes have had round taillights, four round taillights, continuously since 1961. Now, of course, they've had different types of round taillights. They've become ovals. They were flattened out like TV screens for a couple of generations. And even the first Corvettes had round taillights, albeit only a single set. They went away from them in 58, 59, and 60 when mysteriously Corvettes had illuminated banana taillights, but this was the Corvette that had fake louvers on the hood and two chrome strips down the back. Non-round taillights seem to be one of those things that the new Corvette shouldn't have walked away from. We're going to see how well the public takes it, but my guess is it's going to be a revision. And there are but three features that have become part of the design DNA of BMW, Buick, and Corvette respectively. 
There are other countless examples that have been part and parcel of a brand's visual DNA. Some of these have been abandoned through management stupidity, boredom, and occasionally even logical, well-thought-out reasons. I'm Jim Hall for AutoLine Design Handbook. So what do you think? Is a vet still a vet without those four circles? Let us know in the comments section. And don't forget, if you've got ideas for upcoming Design Handbook segments, email them to viewermail at autoline.tv. Oh, and before we go, a reminder to join us tonight for AutoLine After Hours, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for some of the best discussions going on about cars and the companies that make them. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.